It's all here, the story of our time with the Barkoff. President Lyndon Baines Johnson used those words at the dedication of his presidential library. Since then, the LBJ Library has played host to the biggest names and best minds of our day. In our new podcast, we're delivering them straight to you. Hear conversations with Ken Burns, Pulitzer Prize-winning authors David Oshinsky and Lawrence Wright, and new interviews each week. Subscribe to With the Bark Off wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to LUTG Radio WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Around the city, around the world. Let us thank God radio. Smart listeners, do you want to advertise your business to young go-getters like yourself? Would you like to create business leads over and over without the stress of manual advertising? It's easy. Call 858-848-6186. Advertise your business on the airways with the LUTG radio show. 858-848-6186. There's brand new listeners daily, and this ad is sponsored by LUTGradio.com. That number again is 858-848-6186. And by the way, you're listening, aren't you? Amen. Amen. Glory to God. This is Devotionals with Jesus Christ and Kathy Brox. And I am Kathy Brox. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this day, Lord God, for you alone are worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power and the praise, which is why we only come to you, Father God, through the shed blood of your son, Jesus Christ. For without Jesus, without the blood of Jesus, we would be but a stench in your nose, a stench of sin. Oh, Father, for you have made us righteous by your mighty sacrifices. We thank you, O Lord God. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for allowing your son to take the punishment for our sins. Oh, Father, thank you, Lord. That is a true sign of love because you gave us that salvation for free. And it cost you dearly, Lord God. We thank you, Father. We honor you. We appreciate you, Lord, for what you did was not easy, but you did it anyway. We thank you, Lord God. And as you made the ultimate sacrifice to take a life, your son's life for us, that we may have a way back to you, that we may be forgiven of all our sins. And all you ask is that we will have faith and believe and live in you. Live for you, Lord God. We can do that, Lord God, even though it's tough and it's hard. Yes, we can, Father. Because you lead us, you guide us, you give us your strength, your word, your hope. Oh, Father, you give us the Holy Spirit to lead us in a way to go when we seem like we may be going astray. You, Lord God, correct us our path and keep us headed towards you for you are up on high in the highest of heavens oh lord god and we are coming to you we live our lives in you that you may live in our hearts you and the son may live in our hearts and we in yours in the name of jesus father god we thank you for that privilege for the privilege of salvation. For salvation is unto the king that sits on the throne. Unto him that sits on the throne. And the lamb at his right hand. In Jesus name. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Ain't you heard? This is LUTG Radio's Let Us Thank God. 
WKKP Digital Broadcasting. That is right. I had to say that again for some of y'all that didn't know. I hear y'all going, Lux, Lugs, Lugs. No, let us thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We thank God so much that we say in the name of Jesus, if you are a publisher or if you are a city, a state, a business or a country that has taken the book of Revelations out of the Holy Bible, we ask you in the name of Jesus to put it back. Put it back. The first two books of Genesis, Genesis chapter one and Genesis chapter two is the beginning of creation and what God did to make man and this earth. The last two chapters of the book of Revelations, I'm sorry, the first two chapters of the book of Revelations is about how we are to walk in Christ and the type of church that God wants us to be. And the entire the remaining portions of the book of revelations is about getting the church in order because Jesus, the son of God, the prince, the crown king, the crown prince of God. He's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. He is coming for the church, which is his bride's groom. And he's also coming for his enemy. If you are not with God, then you are against God. You human beings were not made to go to hell. You were absolutely not made to go to hell. You are supposed to go to heaven with Jesus. But when you take books out of the Holy Bible, you are saying that the word of God is for not it is ineffective and you have just set yourself above the throne of God. I was in heaven. I was actually, I was, I was sleeping and God came to me in a dream and he showed me this person that was on this, like this, this, it's like an electric power bike or something. It's like a, it looks like a hoverboard. But it was like it looked like um like a water ski, you know those um motor those water things that you you go in the water in, and it's like looks like a egg or something. It was one of those, but there was no water. They were in the throne room, and God had already told this person, "Don't go above his head. Do not go above his head at all." And this person went and flew above. He flew up to the ceiling of a of the throne room. Now, what God didn't have a problem with him flying up to the ceiling. He said, "Do not come over the throne and fly above my head. You do not fly above the throne. You can fly anywhere else in the whole place and all of heaven. Do whatever you want to do. Do not fly over the throne." This person did not listen. I didn't even know that you could be disobedient. I didn't know you could do this in heaven. I absolutely did not. Evidently, you can't. Because with one half a flick of his finger, of his index finger, 
one half a flick of his index finger and it was on his left hand. It wasn't it wasn't the right hand, it was on his left hand because rich honor and riches are in the left hand, which is I think the reason why he used the left hand. And he showed it to me. He said, Watch this. And he barely moved his finger. This dude went whoosh. I mean hard. Straight down. All I heard was doom. I just saw something go. I saw him fall. Now, I, I thought that he might have just hit the ground, but when you're disobedient, you go to hell. Because Lucifer, disobedient, tried to overtake heaven. Evidently, this person did not want to be in heaven a whole lot, that he kept trying God. And so God sent him to his father. <laughs> Is that's the revelation I'm getting now? Because at first I thought he hit the front that they that he hit the ground, which is made of marble. And if anybody's ever fallen like on a marble floor in school or at a government office where it's concrete under the bottom, if you've ever hit your face on pure marble, you know it hurt. But all I I just said I saw that thing go. And here's the funny part. I wasn't even, I, I didn't even feel bad for him. I was like, oh, because God said I had told him not to do that. And I was like, oh, you told him not to do that. And he did it anyway. Oh my gosh. And I was like, wow. So this is why I'm telling you. I'm nine minutes into this and I got to read. Uh, we're reading Genesis chapter seven, chapter seven, uh, seven through nine. Um, in the Bible gateway, King James version. So go ahead and pull that up. And the end of my story is do not disobey God because with barely he I, when I say he barely moved his finger. He barely I mean, it it barely came up off of the armrest of the throne of God. I mean, just bit barely. I mean, if you put your hand down on the table and just lift it up just a little. Just a little, just enough to get so you can see the space in between your finger and the and the and the chair or the table. He wanted me to see that he lifted up his finger. He cast that thing out. He cast that dude out. You were out. You know, have a baseball when the umpire goes, "You're out, strike. You're out." That's what Jesus was doing. You're out. I was like, <gasps> "No." Anytime I think about disobedience, I think of that. I go, ooh, mm, Lord, what you want me to do? I mean, I don't even. I mean, I don't even get that close. I don't get that close where I gotta go, ooh. But you know, every now and then, you 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 get so angry and you start saying things you shouldn't be saying. You're like, oh, I shouldn't have said that because you'll get the feeling, ooh, I shouldn't have said that. That's the Holy Spirit convicting you. Repent real quick. Repent and go your way and don't do that no more. That's why I be focusing on not using bad words. And sometimes bad words are not just swear words, but they're words that hurt people, words that hurt people and cause like serious emotional damage to them. And so you got to pray for them to have thicker skin also and pray that you don't use words that tear people up, but build, don't tear people up or tear people down, but you build them up. Amen. Don't shred them. Glory to God. All right. So we got about, 
30 minutes, 25 minutes to do this. And um, I just wanted you to know that if you've taken any portion of the Bible out and you have told the people in your country that they cannot worship Jesus unless you give them permission to, you're in trouble. You need to repent. If you have said that people can't even say the name Jesus in their own homes, they can't even pray unless you unless they pray the prayer that you wrote for them. You're in trouble. You need to repent. You need to read the book of Revelations for yourself. So you know that you need to repent. The book of Revelation tells you what's to come. By taking that information away from people, you are not helping them. You are hurting them. Because if they don't know what's to come, and if they don't know what the church is supposed to look like, because the people are the church, then how can they conform to something that they cannot see and read and hear for themselves? Everyone must work out their own salvation with fear and trembling. If you don't allow them to have the tools, how can they act right? You think that you can beat and whoop them when they protest and that whooping and killing them is going to get them in line. It is not. That is more blood on your hands. And all it does is make people angry because you took love away from them. It makes people angry. Every time you take love away from people, they get angry. When you take the word of God, which is life, away from people, anger has room to grow. Give them back their Bibles. Stop punishing people for believing the Holy Bible. God provided salvation and free will for everyone. And Christians are to have the right to believe and read their Bible. As well as every other person. Even if you don't believe, you have a right to have that right. God provided that free will for you to choose, yay or nay. So how are you, atheists, government, telling people, and I'm not coming out against atheists, I fight for your free will to go to hell. Like Ronald Reagan said, he he wants to go to hell. Okay, go ahead. I fight for your free will, free, free will right to do just that. Ronald Reagan says that Junior says that he's not afraid to go to hell because he doesn't believe in it. It exists. It believes in you, bruh. But he has the right to do that. Jesus died on a cross for his right to say that crazy stuff. Give people Restore their right to believe in Jesus Christ. It will bless you. Restore their right to believe in Jesus Christ and you will be blessed. All right. All right. Let's get to reading. Genesis chapter seven goes like this. And the Lord said unto Noah, come thou and all thy house into the ark. For thee have I seen righteous before me in this generation of every clean beast Thou shalt take to thee by sevens, the male and his female, and of beasts that are not clean by two, 
the male and his female. Of fowls also of the air by sevens, the male and the female, to keep seed alive upon the face of all the earth. For yet seven days, and I will cause it to rain upon the earth forty days and forty nights, and every living substance that I have made will I destroy from off the face of the earth. And Noah and Noah did according unto all that the Lord commanded him. And Noah was six hundred years old when the flood of waters was upon the earth. And Noah went in and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him into the ark because of the waters of the flood. Of clean beasts and of beasts that are not clean, of fowls and of everything that has that creepeth upon the earth, there went in two and two unto Noah into the ark. The male and the female, as God had commanded Noah, and it came to pass after seven days that the waters of the flood were upon the earth. In the six hundredth year of Noah's life, in the second month, the seventeenth day of the month, the same day were all the fountains of the great deep broken up, and the windows of heaven were opened. And the rain was upon the earth forty days and forty nights. And the selfsame day entered Noah and Shem and Ham and Japheth, the sons of Noah and Noah's wife. And the three wives of his sons with them into the ark. They and every beast after his kind and all the cattle after their kind and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth after his kind and every fowl after his kind, every bird of every sort. And they went into, they went in unto Noah into the ark, two and two, all of all flesh, wherein is the breath of life. And they that went in, went in male and female of all flesh as God had commanded him, and the Lord shut him in. And the flood was forty days upon the earth, and the waters increased and bare up the ark, and it was lift up above the earth and the waters prevailed and were increased greatly upon the earth and the ark went upon the face of the waters and the waters prevailed exceedingly upon the earth and all the high hills that were under the whole heaven were covered 15 cubits 15 cubits upward did the waters prevail with the mountains and the mountains were covered and all flesh died that moved upon the earth, both of fowl and of cattle and of beasts and of every creeping thing that creepeth up upon the earth and every man. All in whose nostrils was the breath of life of all that was in the dry land died. And every living substance was destroyed, which was upon the face of the ground, both man and cattle and the creeping things and the fowl of the heaven and they were destroyed from the earth and Noah only remained alive and they that were with him in the ark and the waters prevailed upon the earth 150 days. Wow. Wow. Woo. That's a lot y'all. Amen. You're listening to LUTG radio WKKP digital broadcasting. 
This is uh, Devotionals with Jesus Christ and Kathy Brox, and I am Kathy Brox. Amen. Consider becoming a sponsor or an advertiser of LUTG Radio. You can actually buy cheap ads for LUTG Radio on Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R. Amen. I should put the link up on the website, which I will do. Go to LUTGradio.com later uh, this morning, and I should have it up um, shortly after the show. Amen. Amen. And God remained with Noah and every living thing and all the cattle that was with him in the ark. And God made a wind to pass over the earth and the waters assaged the fountains, the fountains also of the deep and the windows of heaven were stopped and the rain from heaven was restrained and the waters returned from off the earth continually. And after the end of the 150 days, the waters were abated. Amen. Dried up. Amen. And the ark rested in the seventh month on the 17th day of the month upon the mountains of Arat. And the waters decreased continually until the 10th month in the 10th month on the first day of the month were the tops of the mountains seen. Amen. And it came to pass at the end of 40 days that Noah opened the window of the ark, which he had made. And he sent forth a raven, which, which, went forth to and fro until the waters were dried up from off the earth. And he sent forth a dove from him to see if the waters were abated from off the face of the ground. And the dove found no, no rest for the sole of her feet. And she returned unto him into the ark for the waters were on the face of the whole earth. Then he put forth his hand and took her and pulled her in unto him into the ark. And he stayed yet another seven days. And again, he sent forth the dove out of the ark. And the dove came in unto him in the evening and lo, and her mouth was an olive leaf plucked off. So Noah knew that the waters were abated from off the earth. And he stayed yet another seven days and sent forth the dove which return not again unto him any more. And it came to pass in the 601st year, in the first month, the first day of the month, the waters were dried up from off the earth, and Noah removed the covering of the ark, and looked, and behold, the face of the ground was dry. And in the second month, on the seventh and twelfth day of the month, was the earth dried. And God spake unto Noah saying, go forth of the ark thou and thy wife and thy sons and thy sons' wives with thee. Bring forth with thee every living thing that is in thee, that is with thee, of all flesh, both of fowl and of cattle and of, a, and of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth that they may breed abundantly in the earth and be fruitful and multiply upon the earth. And Noah went forth and his sons and his wife and his son's wives with him. Every beast, every creeping thing and every fowl and whatsoever creepeth upon the earth after their kinds went forth out of the ark. 
And Noah built an altar unto the Lord and took of every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And the Lord smelled a sweet savor. And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite any more every living thing as I have done. While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. That's the end of chapter 8. You're listening to LUTG Radio's WKKP Digital Broadcasting. And this is uh, Devotionals with Kathy Bro- with uh, Jesus Christ and Kathy Brox. Of course, I am Kathy Brox. And hey, consider becoming an advertiser on uh, LUTG Radio. We have this podcast here that we do the devotionals as well as a few other podcasts. In addition to, we actually have music that plays on the on the uh, website 24 hours a day. So LUTGradio.com has music that plays 24 hours a day. And if you are a Christian business, supporter of Christian business, and you want to run an ad about your business or product, you absolutely can do so. If you uh, get in contact with us on the website, amen, and we'll get you all set up. All right. All right. Yeah, remember, Jesus loves you. And we're going to have an offering of salvation uh, right after this last chapter of four devotionals. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Don't forget to buy yourself a Bible, a paper Bible. Amen. Glory to God. With all 66 books of the Bible. Amen. Chapter nine of the book of uh, Genesis, it says, and God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. You know what it takes to be fruitful? Sex. You know what God also said? I made your wife to have a bunch of babies. Go fill the earth. Cool, right? Amen. So um, we're going to keep on reading and I'll let you figure out the rest of that since it was only four families left to feel the entire earth. So if you think that you're not all related, surprise. (laughs) Verse two. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and upon every fowl of the air, upon all that moveth upon the earth and upon all the fishes of the sea. And to your hand are they delivered. Every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you, even as the green herb have I given you all things. But flesh with the life thereof which is the blood thereof shall ye not eat and surely your blood of your lives will i require at the hand of every beast will i require it at the hand of a man at the hand of every man's brother will i require the life of a man whoso shed of man's blood by man shall shall his blood be shed for the image of god 
may he man see that tells you right there verse six that no one has the right to take a life whosoever shed of man's blood by man shall his blood be shed for in the image of god made he man god made man not us going on verse seven and you be ye fruitful and multiply bring forth abundantly in the earth and multiply therein and god spake unto noah and to his sons with him saying be and i behold and i behold i establish my covenant with you and with your seed after you mm. we're gonna pray for y'all uh shortly all right and my seed and with your seed and with your seed after you and every living creature that is with you of the fowl of the cattle and of every beast of the earth with you from all that go out of the ark to every beast of the earth and i will establish my covenant with you neither shall all flesh be cut off any more by the waters of of a flood neither shall there neither shall there any more be a flood to destroy the earth and god said this is the token of the covenant which i make between me and you and every creature and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations i do set my bow in the cloud and it shall be for a token of a covenant between me and the earth And it shall come to pass that he's talking about the rainbow and it shall come to pass when I bring a cloud over the earth that the bow shall be seen in the cloud. And I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh and the water shall be no more and the water shall no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. And the bowl shall be in the cloud and I will look up on it that I may remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is upon the earth. And God said unto Noah, this is a token of the covenant, which I have established between me and all flesh that is upon the earth. And the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And Ham is the father of Canaan. These are the three sons of Noah. And of them was the whole earth overspread. And Noah began to be a husbandman. And he planted a vineyard. And he drank of the wine and was drunken. And he was uncovered within his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father. And told his two brethren without. And Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it upon and laid it upon both their shoulders and went backwards and covered the nakedness of their father and their faces were backwards and they saw not their father's nakedness and Noah woke from his wine and knew that his younger son had done unto him um, knew what his younger son had done unto him and he said curse be Canaan a servant of servants shall he be unto his brethren and he said Blessed be the Lord God of Shem and and of Shem and Canaan shall be his servant. God shall enlarge Japheth and he shall dwell in the tents of Shem and Canaan shall be his servant. 
And Noah lived after the flood 350 years, and all the days of Noah were 950 years, and he died. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. What Noah described, um, glory to God, his younger son, he, he, he uncovered him. And when he did that, he was, um, he was looking at his father the way a man looks at a woman. So his younger son had homosexual tendencies from what it, I mean, I'm just reading it here. Cause not many men wants to glare and stare at that naked dad. They're like, yo dad, put some clothes on. I want to see you, man. Put some clothes on. Don't want to see him. They don't want, they only want to look at another man. I mean, not even for half a second. I mean, unless they are a doctor and they absolutely have to look because something's wrong there, they don't want to look. They're not interested at all. And so his son uh, had some 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 tendencies towards homosexuality, but homosexuality does not produce babies. You cannot have sex with a man and get a baby. It just does not happen. You need an egg. And so he got cursed um, and he became a lower classman, a slave of, um, of his brothers. The blood of Jesus. Whew. The blood, the blood. I know I've uh, told you before that a lower, uh, the word fag means lower classmen, and it generally referred to a freshman, which is still true. They did that back in the 40s. That's what it was. But when you look in the Bible here, it's because Noah's youngest son brought shame to him. God shall enlarge Japheth, and he shall dwell in the tents of Shem and Canaan, shall be his servant he to God be the glory to God be the glory to God be the glory and so anyway um if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to, now is a good time. My apologies. I was actually rereading some of the scriptures while I'm standing, while I'm sitting here going, oh, my goodness. But um, I don't want you to think, um, uh, I don't want you to think that because you're homosexual that you can't be saved. We don't know any other thing that happened unless it was written down here's something that you can absolutely confer is that the uncles slept with the nieces because it was only four pairs of parents and they were the only four pairs of human beings on the earth and they had to feel the whole earth 
as soon as those girls got a period, they got a penis. They got a husband. And what was around, what other males were around? The brothers. So the brothers had to sleep with one another's little daughters. And that was for the purpose of filling the earth. And then when we think about it, we go, ew, because I did the exact same thing. I was like, oh, really, Lord? And I was thinking, well, you know, we do have a lot of dirt. You know, the earth has a lot of dirt. I mean, couldn't we just form another? And, oh, okay, I already hear the rebuke coming. I was joking. I was joking. I hear the rebuke coming. It was just like, I was like, I hear it. (laughs) My imagination is wild, but it's true. And so anyway, um, and so when you think about it, a lot of times we want to just like revile, like, oh, that's so disgusting. That's the way it was back then. But because the earth is so filled up now, you don't need to sleep with your nieces, your nephews and whatever, and whatever young girls out there, let them grow up. I mean, seriously, let them grow up, go to college and find somebody their own age. You uncles and daddies don't need to sleep with these young girls. Let them have men of their own age and grow up, you know, and live. You know what I'm saying? For example, a 70 year old dude trying to marry an 18 year old girl. I ain't I'm not I'm I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying let her live a little bit. You know, let her experience life and let her come. If she wants you, she'll come to you willingly. Don't force her. Don't force yourself upon her. If she wants you, if God puts it in her heart for you, she'll come to you on her own. You ain't got to ask. She'll, she'll come and stand next to you on her own. She'll come build you up and bless you on her own. And at that point, you cover her like Boaz, that Bo, like Boaz did. Amen. Glory to God. All right. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then now is a perfect time to do so. Now's the time to say yes to the Lord. Give God all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. Amen. God is into you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved. Amen. God is absolutely into you, beloved. God is so into you. Amen, amen. And so I have to, um, glory to God. I was summarizing that. Um, Amen. If you don't know, uh, if you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have never done that before. We are going to do that right now. Amen. I just have to pull it up. Make sure I'm doing this. Reading it correctly. Let me just reread that scripture over again. The scripture says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Amen. I don't like to add that into a takeaway. So if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then repeat repeat this prayer uh, after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. 
I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was. From this day forward, Lord Jesus, I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in a dark place. And from this day forward, I will leave this place and share you with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus with evidence of speaking in tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Amen. Congratulations. You just got saved. Amen. Woo. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Jesus loves you, beloved, and so do I. Read your Bible starting off with the book of John, chapter 1. Don't mess. Amen. And get yourself into a Bible-based church so you can grow and learn more about Jesus. Don't forget to tune in to um, the devotionals with Jesus Christ and Kathy Rocks. Amen. Mornings at 9 a.m., Monday through Friday. And um, uh, also listen to, we on LUTG Radio, like I said, we got 24-hour uh, music and um other teachings and we have the blog and things about um jesus and you and god loves you and i'm trying to, i'm putting up more stuff and i got vocabulary for the bible and everything so i'm trying to put up more stuff and i got devotionals just look all through the look through the website all right and you should find some stuff up there for you don't forget to become a sponsor of LUTG radio uh sponsor at any level amen you'll see a little hand at the top on the uh on the page um, and you can sponsor that way. Amen. Or you can advertise on LUTG radio. All ads must be in English. Amen. Glory to God. Some of you needed prayer. I saw something. Someone is dealing with keloids. Keloids. You have keloids across your chest and you want desperately to get rid of that. Keloids are an abnormal overhealing growth um, in the body. And it's uh, part of the DNA cells in your body. And um, I'm explaining so other people know what it is. And it comes and it look when it comes when it grows out, usually from you getting a cut or something, it it'll form like a mushroom. It looks like a popcorn, and it's basically a bunch of overformed cells, overhealed cells is what it is. All right, so um, have faith. The first thing is to have faith that God will deliver you and He'll heal you. Heal you from the cell level all the way through and knock those um, things off your body never to grow back. Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your healing. For life is in our right hand and riches and honor in our left. So that means that healing is in our right hand. 
glory to God and deliverance is in our left praise the Lord Father God, in the name of Jesus, we lift our hands and receive your healing for every person that is dealing with keloids, whether the keloids are on the inside of their bodies or the outside. I thank you, Lord God, for healing their bodies, oh Lord God, healing them from the cells, Father God, from the cell root, restoring their cells to normal, that their skin is smooth and clear. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you for healing their bodies and we rebuke that spirit of keloid and sickness in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for healing every heart that was troubled due to keloids, every emotional heart and every physical heart and every organ. We thank you, Lord God, for healing their whole bodies in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus keloids be gone and don't ever return in the name of jesus when god heals you you are healed have faith don't speak against it just say i claim my healing amen in the name of jesus god bless you see you tomorrow what if your child couldn't go back to school or even go outside Children with cancer quarantine every day like it's a pandemic. Remember the children left in quarantine. Donate today at Livestrong.org. That's Livestrong.org. Did you know Safe Auto offers a low down payment on car insurance? That's sound financial advice right there. They have this brilliant insight that we don't all have money to burn. That's why they're the insurance for the rest of us. Simple, yet smart. I feel like I can trust you. I'd like to hire you as my personal financial advisor. I'm not a numbers guy, but why not? Wisely choosing Safe Auto does not qualify you as a financial advisor. It does save you money on car insurance. Safe Auto, insurance for the rest of us. Call 1-800-SAFE-AUTO. For businesses around the world, today isn't a restart. It's a rethink. That's why they're partnering with IBM. Retailers are keeping their systems up as millions of orders move online. Call centers are using IBM Watson to manage an influx of customer questions with AI. And solutions built on the IBM cloud are helping doctors care for patients remotely. Today, we're rethinking how business moves forward. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com smart to learn more.